This is episode number 190 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're a DIY or look at hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Greg Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Homeowner Show. We're so glad that you could join us for another live episode of the Homeowner Show here in the Homeowner Show studios. How you doing, Kev? I am a homeowner again. <laughs> Did you close today? I uh, closed yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday, but I mean, I don't live in my house yet. <laughs> yeah, you got nothing. <laughs> you got a two-week lease back going on, but it's fine. We are... So in two good. weeks, you can move into the new casa. Yes. And so we're, we're probably going to uh, to give it just uh, little, maybe a week because uh-huh. we got some. We're we're gonna get some stuff to things, do, a couple of things to do, and plus it's just time frame and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, have, we're, your, have your kids gotten attached to the confined quarters? Oh yeah, they they've they've kind of surpassed their whatever yeah. weirdness they had. <laughs> And, uh, they like each other again. Yeah, they've they've basically figured out. Okay, oh, I get a new bed. It's not an like, option to kill you, so I have to figure out how to live with you. Well, my son did tell me one time that he really could not wait to get my baseball cards, and he said, <laughs> "It's not that I want you to die, right? But I do want those baseball cards." <laughs> and I told him he can't have them until I die. So, so. Funny you should mention that. My kids have really gotten into Pawn Stars. Oh. Are you familiar with that yeah. show on the History Channel? Yeah. So it's a really fun show. Like, you know, people bring in, like, weird stuff, and, like, they'll offer to buy it, blah, 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 blah. So, like, my kids have now gotten in this habit of, like, hey, Dad, what do you think that's worth? No. And it's like, no. it doesn't matter what it's worth. No. It doesn't belong to you. That's right. It's mine. That's right. And they're like, but what do you think I could get for it? Exactly. <laughs> We're not pawning the stuff in the house. Yeah. My, my son's gotten to the point where he's just asking me, like, so how much did you pay for the house? <laughs> how much did you pay for your excursion, Dad? <laughs> how much How much was the uh Water burger that we just bought. He's, he, he's got a running total on you, <laughs> he Bubba. Does, man. He's, he's taken out of. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because like, there... has he invested in any term life insurance? <laughs> I hope so. Because <laughs> he's gonna need it, by goodness. <laughs> after after this home purchase, that's right. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> what do you get? You get the house. You get the house. <laughs> that's, that's it. Right. That's it. <laughs> yep. So that's that's all that's going on with me right now, which I, it's just kind of a big like weight that's not, it wasn't like heavy but it was just i mean it's closing on a house is just one of those things it's a yeah. lot of work absolutely and so it's done excited about that but what's up with you what's up with me i have an official homeowner show psa okay that i need it. to make bring it so here's here's the thing well let's, let's cue the music because this is important okay i'm ready guys sunday Sunday is coming. It's coming. Do you know what it is? <laughs> I hope so. Sunday is Mother's Day. Yes. And if you are listening to this live right now, it is the final countdown you have to-, to get a gift. If you're listening to this now, when the show comes out on audio on Tuesday, it's too late. It's too late. It's way too late. You failed. Yep. Get a Mother's Day gift now. Get one for your wife. Yes. Get one for your mom. Yes. Now is the time. It is. And any other, any other moms that you know. Yes. <laughs> Just get them a gift. All of them. The time is now. Yeah. You have tomorrow, basically. Yeah. 
for them to not know what's going on. Yeah, because Amazon is... You can't get it here in time. That's right. You have to go to the store. It is the final moment where you can achieve marital bliss. (laughs) For for the next year. For the next year. (laughs) It all depends on this Sunday. That's right. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Now's the time. So, PSA over. Um, well done. Sir. Thank you. <laughs> I, I am I am more impressed with you than that I've ever been. That is the most preparation I've ever done for the show. <laughs> I, y'all, I know that's true. I know that's true. For sure. So there you go. But like again, like if you're listening to the podcast on Tuesday when it comes out, yeah. sorry. Yeah. We tried. We did all we could. You should have followed us and listened to the live episode on right. Facebook or YouTube. So right. there you go. Your, your marriage could have been better, but now you've got 23 to look forward to. Subscribe to the show now, and we'll prepare you next year. There you go. So Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. And, you know, send us a message. We might be able to help counsel you through 22. Yeah, I mean, but that <laughs> costs money. <laughs> like, we don't do that for free. What the counseling? Yes. Well, it'll be it'll be free, but it's not good advice. Well, it's, you get one or the other. <laughs> you get good, good, not free advice or bad free advice. That's right. It's your choice. You'll get plenty yeah. of bad free advice from us. Send us a message. We'll respond to it. But exactly. like, I don't recommend that you do anything that we say, <laughs> except to go get your mother a gift. Yeah, that was so the you one. Avoid all of that. That's the one free one. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So we got a cool episode tonight. Yes, we we've, do. we've been hyping it up on the socials. Yeah. We got Cowboy Jack in the house. Cowboy Jack. What's going on, Cowboy Jack? Not much, guys. How's it going? Very good, man. Thank <laughs> you for joining us in the studio. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, man, we're excited to have you on. Like, why don't you let, I mean, like, I think a lot of people who are joining us on the show tonight probably already know what you do, but why don't you go ahead and just, like, let everybody know what it is that you bring to the table all right. So, um, yeah, like I, I'm Cowboy Jack. My, my real name is John, by the way. Y'all can oh, just, you can wow. Just, you can, I'm cool if you call me just John. Oh, cool. But <laughs> not Johnny. Right. Yeah. I mean, Cowboy John doesn't sound very cool. So <laughs> I, I, I go by Cowboy Jack. So uh, we make a weekly educational show for kids. That's basically what it is. Uh, We're on YouTube and YouTube Kids. And basically the whole premise of the show is that we go around different places all over the state of Texas and we try to show kids either, you know, it, it, it could be something fun like a, you know, a children's museum or a play place, something like that. But if it is one of those type places, we bring in an educational element to it. Like so throughout, we'll find, you know, different letters that spell something or we'll learn about different dinosaurs that we find, something like that. And then sometimes we go to really amazing places or, or really cool experiences like uh, one of my all-time favorite ones is is one that we actually recorded with a pediatric dentist office, mm. and to me that's really cool because we bring value to both the child and the parent. Yeah, because like that first visit to a dentist office can be pretty. Oof. It's it's pretty stressful. Like so, the dentist that we it's visited, yeah, the, yeah, the, people sticking their giant hands in your mouth. And thank you, thank <laughs> you. So the the dentist we filmed with is actually my big brother in real life. Oh, nice. Uh, he owns Georgetown, or he's. He's a, he has a partner as well, but they own Georgetown Pediatric Dentistry in Georgetown, Texas. He now owes us $10, by the way. Uh, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, <laughs> I think he takes checks. Okay. <laughs> we, we have a rule about name dropping. <laughs> Sorry. We, we do it all the time. <laughs> Just to make people think we know people. So, That's but, really it. but anyways, one of the things that we learned about the show that we make through making that is that, you know, we have the ability to give kids an experience and a comfort level with something that's usually uncomfortable. Yeah. And uh, also help the parents with, you know, that's a huge icebreaker. Like if you're going to take your kid to the dentist for the first time, you could show them our show where we go Mm. 
and we explain every step of the way, you know, what's going to happen next, what, why they're doing this, what the tool they're using and all that. And it just helps the kid have a better experience and ultimately helps the parent have a better experience. Yeah. So wow. that that's, <laughs> that's really cool. I mean, I, I, we, we tried to do our very best to make that first experience with our kids as good as it could be, and we failed. <laughs> but it was because we chose a really poor dentist. Well, you didn't have the Cowboy Jack show. Exactly. That's yeah. true. How are we supposed to know? <laughs> That's what we're doing. We're having to educate people about the education that you provide, which is awesome. I have the distinct advantage of I am Cowboy Jack, so it's true. my son watches my show, wow. and he actually just had his first dental visit this week, and he did fantastic. Nice. Pretty nervous about that going into it. But he did great. It's like, he did great. It's like does my show actually work? Yeah, it was, that was the true litmus test, right? Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> well, so uh, I, I guess the other question I'd like to ask, uh, John, is um, how did you become Cowboy Jack? What did that derive from? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question because, I mean, uh, truth be told, like, I was the youngest in my family growing up. Um, I wasn't around a lot of young kids. And so like when somebody would be like, Hey, you want to hold my baby? Absolutely not. I'm going to break this thing. Keep it away from me. Yeah. And that's just the persona I've had my whole life. And then when I had kids, it just like, you know, it immediately changes you. I mean, you know, right. So like now somebody's like, Hey, could you hold my, absolutely. Give me that baby. Um, I've been waiting (laughs) for you to ask. But um, no, I mean, I have a regular job. I'm, I'm a normal guy. You know, I have, a wife and two kids. And, uh, when our son was, uh, you know, he's about, uh, three or so when, uh, the pandemic hit and my normal job, I travel all around the country. I'm starting to do more of that now, finally, but for a long time, all that was completely shut off because right. of what was going on in the world. And so I was working remotely from home, you know, having to do zoom meetings and all that kind of stuff. And so, we use the television as a babysitter and uh, my son, Caden, cowboy Caden, um, he, uh, he has, got, he made, has he made an appearance on the show yet? He's been on three now, three episodes. In okay. that case, that's 10 more dollars. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing quite well on this episode. Do you have a spreadsheet going over there? He's got a tally sheet. I saw it. Carry on. So, uh, he got hooked on some shows that just were not, uh, you know, they're educational, they're fun, you know, whatever, but they're really mega produced. They're very theatrical. And then a lot, so, so often these days, the kids' characters, they talk in a goofy voice the whole time. Mm, right. And so he fell in love with this guy. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the guy. I, I don't have anything against him. But he just did like, hey, kids. Blah, blah. And uh, so Caden's learning how to enunciate words and stuff. He starts to copy that guy. And I was just like, man, where's the Captain Kangaroo? Where's the Mr. Rogers mm. Of today, because kids like the reality aspect of, of shows, just like, I mean, the kids follow our interests. Yeah, absolutely. We're all watching reality t- style shows. Yes. We're, you know, and so kids want that. And we just, we literally, like, the closest thing was like Coyote Peterson. Like, that's a, you know, he's not exactly what I want my son watching all day, but there, right. a lot of his stuff is really fun for kids too. So I just wanted something like, you know, a mix of Mr. Rogers and Captain Kangaroo. We, uh, sorry, and I'm rambling a lot about this. No, you're good. Carry on. This is great. So we had bought a really good GoPro camera, uh, for the sake of recording our Christmas that year. Cause Caden was finally old enough. He was going to be like opening presents in a fun way and everything. And, uh, I just told my wife, I was like, I can't take much more of this. Why don't you just, you know, his favorite TV show. I mean, his favorite movie right now is toy story. He loves Woody. He loves cowboys. 
you know, I've got this stuff. I didn't have the vest, but okay. I, had, I had everything. I, I don't, I, I don't normally wear a vest. Okay. No, nothing against people that wear vests, I guess. But yeah. it's just not my thing. Well, it's it's not necessarily the cultural normative thing, even in Texas. Yeah, to you, wear leather vests. Right. Well, I got to say, if I could get away with it, I would wear one every day. I, I'm uh, not no, saying you wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. This no? thing is a portable uh, heat stroke waiting to happen. <laughs> oh, man. You have no idea how hot this thing is. Well, that, that, see, that's the thing. That's why I don't. It's because it gets so hot here. But like, if it was cool enough, yeah, oh yeah, no. I enjoy wearing them when, like, when it's just sort of a little brisk outside. Yeah, it's nice. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, we just I dressed up like this, and we went out to the pond in our neighborhood down in Spring, and. Uh, filmed an episode about fishing and showed it to Caden and he loved it. So we showed it to some friends, kids and they loved it. And, you know, next thing you know, we're making a show. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And so did you guys, did you guys have any experience in like television or editing or any of that kind of stuff? Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Just kind of had to figure it out as you went learning by fire. We actually learned by watching YouTube videos. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, was, the new university system. Yeah. I mean, it really I, is. I mean, but hey, I'm, I feel like I can edit with the best of them now. Yeah, and my wife is actually the pro. I, I'm a, I, I taught her how to do it, and now she does it a million times better. So she's the brains of the operation. Nice. Yeah. So how how are you filming things? So now, I mean, we still literally use a GoPro camera. It's mm-hmm. it's got some modifications on it, but the GoPro camera is actually like when you look at cameras available on the marketplace it has the best frames per second quality. Mm-hmm. And so we use that because it's an action style show where, I mean, I'm a slow moving guy. I'm not <laughs> real action, <laughs> but uh, you know, we move around quite a bit and that camera keeps up with us really well. It's handheld. I mean, it's the size of a business card. Sure. And my wife chases me around and films me and we put out 4k quality. So I, I don't have any need to, to go to something. So do you like use a, a gimbal? Like a gimbal? Nope, and a- you don't have to. Oh, GoPro has inbuilt uh, built-in stabilization. Nice. That's one of my big arguments about moving to a you know DSLR camera uh-huh. or something like that is because we don't have to use a gimbal. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. For those that don't know, a gimbal is one of those things that looks like you're like hang, hanging like a floating. Yeah, it's like a blob in the air. I mean, like it it basically makes the camera real smooth as you move it around. Yeah, it it keeps it at a constant. Uh, You can do a lot of things with a gimbal, but but if you're if you're moving around, it keeps it keeps whatever yeah is focused on in frame. Most people are more familiar with them off of drones because that's how drones get such smooth footage. They all have, I mean, like the good ones have really nice gimbals on them. Right. Um, Yeah. So, man, like one of one of the things that I I wanted to talk to you about, and mostly because I know that it like. It fires up Kevin. Um, <laughs> Are you going to talk about microwaves or no? Sinks we, we can talk about microwaves. I like everyone knows how much I hate microwaves. Okay, um, but no, like one of the one of the big things in the news right now is Disney. Right? Sure, yeah, you know everything going on with them, and there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff going on with them. One of the big things that came out with them recently is one of their producers came out and said, "Yeah, I'm sneaking. I'm sneaking stuff in here because I want to expose the kids to it." Yep. Yeah. Like that that video was exposed to people. Now, regardless of whether or not you think that that's right or that's wrong, here's someone trying to be sneaky with something with kids content. Yeah. And that makes people upset. And and I I I I know that a lot of people struggle with I want the TV to be able to be a safe space for my kids. But I can't now I can't trust the the content that's being put out. And, and so here you come along and it's like, well, I'm just going to create this really good content that I don't, and, and I, I've watched your stuff. Like you don't have any agenda. 
You're just like, I want to teach kids about this. Yeah. I want to teach kids about this. And it's nothing that's like political or, you know, sociological. I mean, like, it's just like how to go to the dentist, how to have good table manners. Here's a really cool park. I mean, like stuff like what Mr. Rogers would do. Exactly. I mean, we try to keep it, I mean, and we do keep it a thousand percent agenda free. I mean, you know, I, I could talk a lot about Disney and that whole scenario, um, but you know, do your own research. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of information. That's a real thing, right? It's, it is. Yep. And, uh, and we're both, I, yeah. and Craig and I are both Disney fans. But I, but I'll tell you, we're becoming less Disney fans because yeah, I mean, and which is weird for both of us to say because we love everything that Disney has been, but what they're winding up becoming has been frustrating recently. And you know? it's it's not that I like I I don't want to shelter my children in any mm-hmm. way, and I'm not against. No, it's it's hard to talk about. It. Like it's hard. It it's is. hard for me to to put it to words without sounding like a horrible person because I'm not a horrible person. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but there's some things that need to be said there. Like um, you know, I'm not against any anybody's anything that they want to be. Right. You know, if you're a guy that identifies as a cat and wants to love goldfish, like that's fine with me. Go love your goldfish, fish man. Right. I don't <laughs> care. But the thing about it is, I don't want that pushed. Like I just feel like. The reference to sexuality in any way, shape, or form should be completely obscured from children's Anything content. children. My, my thing, my, so I'll say this and then I'll shut up about it because I could talk all night about this. Um, <laughs> there is such a precious, tiny amount of time that kids get to be kids. Mm-hmm. And then yep. about 12 to 13 years old, the world starts hitting you like a freight train yep. and it never stops. And I don't mean that in a bad way. You grow up and, you you know, things change, but you get responsibilities and everything. Under that, like, 12-year-old mark, you're you're free of all of that stuff. That's your, your time to be young. Just be a kid. Yeah. Show up and have fun. That's all that's expected of you. And I feel like, as a parent, I want to, pers- you know, protect that innocence yeah. with every bit of my being. Absolutely. And that's, that's what I'm about. Yeah, and, and like, I think I, I get that from what you're doing with your content, too, because, like, you're not wanting to have even like a hint for the parents that might allow their children to watch it to, to ha- ever fear that you're going to say something wonky. Yeah. I know? mean, like my thing is like, so, you know, you've heard the old, and I'm not crazy about where the, the, the verbiage comes from, but it's true. Uh, you know, it takes a village, right? right? And some people have a big village. Some people have a very small village. Mm-hmm. I want to be a part of that village so I can give parents a break to wash dishes or do laundry, pay bills, or sit on their butts, you know, right. yeah. take a, I mean, it's exhausting being a parent. Right? Yeah. I mean, you guys know yep. <laughs> you, you need that time to just, I mean, stare at the cell phone and mindlessly scroll for 30 minutes. Just give me 30 minutes, you know? Yeah. And I want, I want cowboy Jack to be, you know, you don't have to be concerned about what's on there. Cause it's, it's just kids being kids. That's it. Yeah. And, and, and part of the reason I, I wanted to have you on is I, I know that you've, I mean, like your, your show is massive. I mean, like, 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 I'm not like blowing smoke <laughs> at you. Like for, I mean, like you, you have a really big following on there, but you've had some struggles getting support for the show. Yeah. Not, not because the people that follow your show aren't supportive, but like some of the channels through which you could, you know, make it a, make a living off of it have been shut down. Yeah, like, I mean, we have a, a, you know, our our platform is YouTube. And the reason our platform is YouTube, because there's, 
you know, it's literally the largest search engine in the world. You can't ignore YouTube. It's a fantastic place. Right. Um, but like, you know, we average right now we're at like 4.1 million views a month and wow. 290,000 hours a month. We just hit a million watch hours. That's the equivalent of if somebody started watching our show right now and kept it showing, kept it going for almost 115 years straight. Sheesh. That's, that's insane. Cra- it's crazy to me, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so something generating that amount, that amount of traffic and that amount of watch time is a significant amount of revenue. Right. Like it's life changing revenue. It's life changing for us. I mean, it's life changing for anybody. Right. You know, it's, it's upwards of, of a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. It's, it's yeah. significant, but, uh, we've been, uh, banned from the, uh, partner program on YouTube. Um, so we're, you know, we're trying With, to, without any, no reason given. Well, right? I mean, initially they gave us the, the, the reason of, uh, invalid click activity and we've filed thousands of appeals. There's no explanation as to what invalid click activity means. They have their website that says, sorry, you're, you're banned for life. Uh, go click on this link and watch a video about it. That basically says, sorry, you're banned. It literally <laughs> says you're banned for life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And not only just me, it's, it's me and my immediate family, which makes it that much more fun. Right. Wow. Oh my so, gosh. Um, no, nah, but we're, we're trying to work through that. It, it's frustrating because this is truly like, I feel like the passion of our lives. Like right. we put so much effort into it and we absolutely love making it. Um, but you know, well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, no, I, well, I could, I could talk a lot about that too. Well, let me you know. ask you this. I mean, I'm sorry to like try and like problem solve live, but like, have you guys tried setting up like a, like a clip channel? What do you mean by that? So like sometimes I, I know some other guys that have had trouble with their monetization being shut down. And so what they'll do is they'll go through and set up an, a separate channel where it's just clips of the line of the whole show where it's like little bitty clips that then have link backs to like the whole show. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Have you seen anything like that? Yeah. We, and I had somebody way smarter than me, a guy that manages, you know, some, some channels with upwards of, you know, five, seven, 10 million subscribers. Right. Because our, our subscriber count isn't really representative of, of our traffic. Yeah. Because we're kids content on YouTube kids that, that subscribe button is, teeny tiny. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we don't expect kiddos to, to hit that like they would on a normal well, channel. It's not their, it's not their subscription anyway. Right. It's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's through the parents. So, um, but, um, you know, I've, I've worked with a guy that manages those channels for, you know, A-list celebrity type folks and, uh, trying to, you know, work, work magic to get it to happen. And we just continually hit roadblocks. So. That's crazy, man. It's, uh, you know, it's frustrating, but, uh, I mean, like, honestly, like, like I've watched your content. I think Kevin's watched your content. Yeah, you have. I mean, I can't. I can't think of a single reason why, like, it would be demon or shut down. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot of you know. I'm, I almost said the word. Not yeah, yeah, know. don't say the word. <laughs> so I mean, like, I am a cowboy. You know, I got my hat here with me tonight. I just, hey, kids, don't laugh at my hair. Kids aren't supposed to be watching. Um, that's a thing we do on the show. But um, you know, uh, there's a there's a million different things it could be. I mean. Uh, we made a, uh, an episode. I mean, we, there's a lot of ideals that I, I do have that, that are evident in the show. Just like anytime you see a first responder, whether that be EMS, police, uh, you know, fire, all oh. those guys, you tell them, Hey, thanks for doing what you do. Right. Cause that's how I was raised. And I, I feel like that sentiment has been lost over the years. Like, sure. um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, turmoil in that world and whatever, but, uh, you know, 
you can think whatever you want to think, but when something bad happens, who do you call? Right. And so whenever you see those guys that are, are putting themselves on the line, we always make sure to say thanks. And so we've said that a few times on the show, so it could be that. Um, I got a lot of hate mail over my episode we made with uh, uh, Montgomery County Precinct 3 Sheriff's Office. Really? Yeah. And that Why? Was, or did, uh, did they give a specific reason, or were they just being uh, like... My, my favorite email I got about it was uh, <laughs> it, it was a lady that said, you should not be supporting police officers. You should be promoting uh, therapists instead. Mm. And uh, this was when I was, t- I was... We were still pretty small. Yeah. And I didn't really know like I was going to be kind of a public figure in this. <laughs> so I, I said what I felt. and I, I said, I'm sorry you feel that way. If someone ever breaks in your house, house I hope they can get a therapist there for you very quickly. <laughs> You know, that I mean, that's, but uh, now I I tone my responses back. I I always try to be, and that's one thing we, I do pride myself on. If, if somebody asks me a question, I answer them. Like I, I stay up late at night on Facebook. My wife will tell you, she, we argue about that a lot. I spend way too much time on social media responding to people. I want to be accessible, accessible. And that's like a cool thing about like, I can't tell you how many birthday shout outs we do. Like Mm. that's my favorite part of the thing. Cause like I can actually make a kid happy with something I say. That's awesome. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. (laughs) It takes three seconds. I mean, the the hardest part is making sure I got a shirt clean in the vest. (laughs) (laughs) uh, That's it. You know, (laughs) that's good. Well, so um, yeah. Which, by the way, if Wrangler is listening, we need to we need to hook this this, right. this dude up, guys. Yeah. Everything I wear is Wrangler. See, I mean, the vest isn't. They don't make a vest. They, yeah, but the shirt, the jeans. Whew, we got to we got to hook them up. There, there's absolutely no reason you shouldn't get paid by Wrangler at least. Come on, Wrangler. to sponsor at least to, like some free clothes. Is there is there a brand of boots you're you're wearing every time? I'm wearing Ariat Ari- boots. Okay, oh, there you go. Good for you. You know cuz the Ariat brand brand I find are the most comfortable for your feet, especially when you're doing an action style show. Yeah. Preach. And they're breathable yes. with this unbelievable mesh on the side. Yeah. So I always support Ariat. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a pair right now if I don't mind saying so. I, I, yeah. All all of the pairs that I wear are Ariat. I've got are they? Over, I've got like three other pair that are Justin's and I don't wear them because they're not comfortable. Well, let me say this. My wife, like, did not grow up country. Oh, no. <laughs> right? She has she has evolved over the years, uh-huh. the, the 16 years that we have been happily married. Uh-huh. And she is an area junkie. Oh, now. yeah. Love like, she, uh, she'll come in every once in a while and she's like, I found another pair on. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking that might wind up, now that we have some land, uh-huh. I'm thinking that my wife is going to wind up with some too, and I'm loving it. She's like, they don't even fit the kids, but they will eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and get them. They, awesome. They're just so comfortable. They they are, are, man. Well, did you, are you, are you aware of, of the, who developed Ariat? No, I'm not. It was, it was some, are you? Are you no, I'm not. No, I don't, I don't know the story. Um, so uh, it was it was a female lady that she uh, worked for Reebok, but she rode horses, and she was like, "There, you know, it's so frustrating because that every, makes a lot of sense." Yeah, she was like, "Ever, you know, I just hated getting, you know, coming home and having to put on my boots after wearing Reeboks at you know every day. They were so comfortable, and then you know I get on my horse and it's just these are horrible." And so she developed Ariat to be a boot that you could run in. Like that's that's really kind of how that came about. Let me say this: as a horse person, uh-huh. all the other boots suck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you, I'm, I'm not I'm not like being like hyperbolic. I mean, like at all. 
Like no other boot makes a good riding heel. Mm. And pe- horse people out there know exactly what I'm, I, and yes, I know that there are like custom boot makers out there that do that. But like as far as like commercial boot makers, mm-hmm. everyone else sucks. Like no one makes a good riding heel anymore. And they're all like, and everything else is like in the dressing on the side that you're supposed to tuck your pants into. And I, I hate those. Yeah. Is it, like, there's no point to that to me whatsoever. I'm not looking to like the wear neck. a show boot. Who cares about the neck? I need to stay in the unless, saddle. Unless it breathes, guys, right? Yeah. Guys, unless it breathes, guys, wink. I, I have my boots tucked in right now. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> it's for the show. It's, it's for the it's show. Fine. It's part of the costume. It's a, if that's your thing, man. Like, but like, like if that's the only I don't point do of the boot, yeah. Like, I'm out. I'm it's out. not. It's not my everyday thing. It's when I'm cowboy jack. You know. It's Sometimes I'll forget. Like, I will. We'll be driving somewhere. Like we we've filmed a lot. Like in College Station, and I'll go ahead and tuck my boots in before we leave the house, and we stop to get gas or you know, a yeah. drink or something. And uh, I'll get out not remembering that my boots are tucked in. <laughs> and I'll have these guys out in, you know, like uh, Caldwell, Texas, like looking at me like, boy. Mm. What? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, dude, I don't, I'm making a kid's show, okay? Don't judge. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm trying to be funny. Is it working? Is look, it I, working? I'm not trying to look extra country. I know this isn't country. It's for the kids. <laughs> He's going, he got pearl snaps on too. That, yeah, that would be an interesting show. Yeah, <laughs> Cowboy Jack gets in a scrap. And <laughs> yeah, well, I'll let you in on a little secret. Cowboy Jack's not the best fighter. <laughs> Big tree fall hard, you know. Big tree fall hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, I I would say though, if you're looking for a pair of boots, don't even try anything else. Just right, go right. with Ariat. So th- there are, there are, I mean, like, people will go to Justin's, Twisted X. I mean, like, there's other brands out there. Yeah. Like, whatever fits your foot. But, like, man, like, if you're riding, I, I can't. I mean, I, and then for, like, comfort, I'm the, I'm the same way. Yeah. I mean, I, I wear my boots a lot. when If, if I'm, on a, I'm not wearing shorts, a lot of times I'm wearing boots. And it's because my Ariots are so comfortable. Yeah. I know, yeah. They just are. For sure. So we, we kind of went off the rails. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. So Reebok. Yeah, that was really cool. Huh? Exactly. I like exactly. this story. We need to get this lady's name. I want to talk to her. Okay. You're going to set that up? I'm going to look up her name You're right gonna now. You're going to look up her name. Okay. Yeah. Ask another question. <laughs> Ask it. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> well, that's all I got, though. I got nothing else. All right. So what what is what has been, like... I know you just did a crazy episode with Life Light, mm-hmm. but like, what is, what have been some of your favorite episodes thus? And how many have you done so far? Oh, I mean, we try to stick to putting one out every single week, and we we hit the year anniversary back in March. Um, I mean, of course, we did miss a few weeks at Christmas, sure. and so you've got around fifty so. episodes out. I think we have about sixty now. Oh, really? Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, my absolute favorites would be obviously the dentist. Uh, we shot one with ESD eleven. If you don't know who that is, that's the uh, emergency services district. It's the uh, the uh, ambulances and the paramedics for uh, Harris County District eleven. Okay, so one of the EMTs that you visited that day actually sent me a message today and was like, "Hey, you're having him on the show. He was at our station." Which one yeah. was it? Was it her name's Anna? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. So that was that. I mean, that episode was uh, unreal because. Like I said, that was cool because we're teaching kids, you know, they see ambulances a lot and they never get a chance to take a close look at them unless they go to like a touch a truck. But if your kids are like my kids, you wait in line forever at a touch a truck to go Uh, inside there. uh And then a second it's their turn, they lock up and won't go inside. So we take a look at all the, you know, the tools and equipment they have inside the ambulance 
And then, but, but we also meet the paramedics and talk about what they do every day so that if a kid does have to encounter paramedics and, you know, God forbid, but a lot of kids will. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, so that it, they can focus on what hurts on them, not the scary things going around them because it's actually not scary. Right. So that was a really cool one. That was, that was an impactful episode and it's, it's views are re- reflective of that. Um, we actually, like, I, I try to do everything in Texas, but we went to uh, Florida to uh, the Destin area, Miramar Beach, yeah. okay. as a family, and uh, we recorded a sandcastle lesson with sandcastle rock oh. stars over there. Oh, that's cool. And that was the first one that my son was in, and he was like three at the time, and he <laughs> just killed it, man. He was on fire, <laughs> and I love it. That episode just hit a million views today. Oh, my gosh. On, uh, that one was a lot of fun. And Destin's pretty. Oh, yeah, gorgeous. man. I, look, don't get me wrong. Nowhere better than the world than Texas. Sure. Yeah. But if you want to go play in the sand, uh-huh. it's yeah. hard to beat. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That that kind of Okaloosa Island, Destin area is some of the best beaches of the world. Oh, man. It's, they're it's they're unreal. amazing. Unreal. So, so. Yeah. I, so I, I grew up around Cocoa Beach, which is on the Atlantic side. Oh, okay. And so when we, we moved to Texas, I think I was like 12 or 13 or something, and we were going to a church. And the youth group was like, hey, we're going to go to the beach this weekend. And I was like, yes, thank you, finally. <laughs> and so they took us down to Galveston, and I was like, this is horrible. Yeah. Why are we playing in the mud? <laughs> this is not a beach. Right. <laughs> this, this is a sad brown water. Yeah. And, like, uh, I, I, I get it. Like, Galveston's nice. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I come to appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I don't want to dog on Galveston, but, like, coming from where I was at to this, everyone was, like, all hyped up to go to the beach. And, and I really, like, I mean, it's just different because, I mean, the sand is different over yes. there. And also, the, you know, the way the Mississippi flows into the Gulf around yep. New Orleans mm-hmm. yep. and the currents literally just bring it right to us. I mean, it's like the armpit of the ocean. It is, but the, the water, but, I'm not saying but, the water's dirty. It's just, no, it's, it's just, muddy. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it, it's... It's just the way the currents work and the way it kind of wraps around that Texas-Mexico border area. Yeah. It just does what it does. Yeah. yeah. So, so are you are you a master sandcastle builder now? I am. I'm certified in seven states now. No, wow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, we, well, we had a great time with it. it was really how, cool. how big of... Uh, we didn't go crazy with it. We kept it basic so that kids could try to recreate it Okay, uh, when they go down there. And it was cool because we had a lot of... Folks, you know, try to recreate what we did. We made some towers and stairs and stuff. Okay. It was fun. I'm trying to think of, you know, some of our other favorites. Um, did, did you say you went to the uh, the aquarium place over on Beltway 8? Interactive, Houston Interactive Aquarium. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys do an episode there? Yeah, we did. That one was ridiculously cool. Yeah? The views aren't as good. I, I think it, uh, it's a, a function of I love making animal episodes. Like, right. I love animals. They're fun to film with. Like, I had a lemur sitting on my cowboy hat on that one. Nice. Like, it was unreal. Dude, the lemur experience there is crazy. Yeah. Like, I can't believe that you can just go in there with and some lemurs. And like, sit down and hang out with them. And they were cool. Like, I was petting one like a cat while one was climbing on my head. Like, it was <laughs> it was one of the coolest. Like, but, but two fingers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is exactly right. So, right. Yeah, you've been there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and if did you, you finally go, Kev? No, I didn't go. No, I just you, saw pictures. You saw, okay, videos. you saw our stuff. But I see, I, lo- I'm, I was sitting there going, why is Craig's wife being so weird with the two finger thing? <laughs> yeah, like, that's a thing. It's like it's weird, but it is. A- apparently, if you go full uh-huh. pet on them, it's it's too much stimulus. It's like aggressive, for them. and they uh, they can bite. They have oh. teeth, you know. Um, well, yeah. Those ones, I mean, those ones are well handled. You know, sure. they're yes. well taken care of, well handled. So, um, but that that episode was ridiculous. But it, like, I love making animal episodes, but our animal episodes don't do as well. It's weird. I, and I think it's just because there's so much animal content out there for kids. Probably. That, you know, they can, they'd rather see us, 
you know, uh, jump in a helicopter or something like that. Sure. So, so that brings me, I guess, to my next question is where do you come up with your content ideas? We, we literally, I mean, a lot of it comes from our fan base now mm-hmm. that we're, that we're, you know, we're growing and everything. Um, like we just filmed one um, with Memorial Harmon Life Flight. Nice. That was actually a, a fan's kiddos were watching the show. I mean, he he's so the 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 flight nurse that we filmed with his children watched the show. Oh, and uh, his wife had messaged me real early on and said, "Hey, my husband is a flight nurse for uh, Memorial Harmon Life Flight, and that'd be awesome if you did an episode with her." And we were like, "Yeah, that would be awesome. Let's do it." And we just got busy and forgot about it. And I think they tried a few people there, and it didn't didn't go anywhere. Well, I actually ran out. I didn't know I ran into her, but I ran into somebody at the Montgomery County Fair that stopped me and was like, "Hey, you're Cowboy Jack," and I wasn't in costume, so I was like, "This is the coolest thing ever." And so, <laughs> but she was like, "My husband's a flight nurse, and I want to get you out there." And she made it happen. So yeah, that's wow. awesome. So we get we get ideas from our fan base. We get a lot of ideas from my son. Yeah, you know what yeah. he's into. He likes you know. Right now, he likes really fast cars, so I'm trying to think of some fast cars. We got close to some fast cars recently, but um, it's just it's stuff that I know my kid and his friends will be interested in. Mm. And of course, like we get a ton of people. Like we're at that point now where people reach out to us and say, "Hey, we have this. Would you want to come film?" Yeah. And most of the time, it's really cool stuff. We've had some some strange ones come, like you know, "Hey, do you want to come film our tattoo shop?" Ah. Not that I'm, a, I, I'm not against a tattoo shop, but I just, it's not good content for kids. Right. Yeah. Um, not a lot, there's not just a ton of kids lining up at a tattoo shop. In 12 yeah. years, yeah. you can get one of these. But like yes. we did, like we did, but I, I had a, a piercing place reach out to me and I thought, you know, we might want to revisit that because that's something that, you know, every little girl wants her ears sure. pierced and yeah. it's a scary experience. Maybe it we is. could help them with that. That's, that's yeah, I forgot about that. Thanks for making me think yeah. of that. Would you get your ears pierced for the show? No, I would not. Okay. Um, I would watch somebody do it. <laughs> I don't have anything against having ears pierced. I just, yeah. I'm, I'm not your okay, thing. So, not my thing. So let's, let's talk about ear piercing for just a moment. So my daughter has her ears pierced. How old is she? She is nine, but she got them pierced when she was five or six. Okay. Um, she went did the whole experience at the little girl boutique uh-huh. place. And, you didn't do it um, yourself? No. Um, but... Interestingly enough, so she's also into American Girl dolls, right? Okay, uh, so the, which one? Oh, she's got one or two of them. I don't know. Okay, she's got Blair, I know, and you know she she wants the new one. The new one's actually kind of cool. Um, she's got like a ski outfit. Um, anyway, okay. so the new gal has a ski outfit. Yes. Okay. So anyway, so make sure I'm tracking right. Doesn't really matter. We went to the American Girl doll store in Houston recently just because she wanted to. And That's a so, thing. Oh my goodness, it's a thing. Um, they have like a whole no, store, wait, dude. Yes, I they think they have, just put one in the woodlands actually too. Did they really? Did so. they really? I think so. Well, that's good information. But um, we <laughs> went to like, the one. I just drove way we, too far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we went when we were in New York. We went to the one there, and it's like three stories. It's unbelievably huge and massive, and they've got all these things. Anyway, one of the things you can do at, at these American Girl doll stores is you can get your doll's hair done. Like you can, okay. like they'll they'll do different different styles, and you you know you can actually some places you can get your hair done like your girl, all those sorts of things. Well, one of the things they can also do is pierce the American Girl doll's ears. And they can pierce your ears there as well. That's and I'm cool. sitting there going, it is a whole, like, 
Now the American Girl dolls actually have like dolls that are that are little bitty because your American Girl doll is basically like you and, and you're carrying around your American Girl doll so she has to carry around her American Girl doll as well. It's like this whole it's a it's a whole big massive huge thing. It's honestly, here's the thing. I kind of love it. I'm not going to lie. I got It's pretty awesome. The first thought that came to my head is this is extremely misleading. Why is that? Because I would imagine any little girl that goes in there and the lady who's piercing the ears goes, well, who wants to go first? <laughs> She's going to go, well, let the doll go first. Yeah. Well, that didn't seem to hurt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she didn't scream at all. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, really took that like a champ. And then she goes in and she's like, holy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's one of those, it's, it's, it's kind and of then, a big deal. And then it becomes a really big problem because now she doesn't trust the doll. <laughs> oh, yeah. Doll resentment. Yeah. I think that's a real thing, right? It, 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 you know, it, it is could now. Be. You know, my main takeaway from this is that I have a, so much to learn. I'm, I'm new to the girl world. Yeah, I was going to say, you, I, I was just about to ask. So you've got you've got your son, uh, and, and he likes a bunch of things, obviously. Right. Because he's active boy. We have active boys as well. Yes. <laughs> and... Um, and you have active girl too. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't have active girl, but I do have a girl. Um, but I'm kind of curious, like the girl content, is that is that something that you feel like you've done well with or is it something that you feel like you need to do better about? I'm just kind of curious. No, I, I mean, I don't So like, you know, everything that we've done is kind of, you know, I think it would interest both, bo- both boys Absolutely. and girls. Yeah, sure. And that's the way I try to keep it is that it's, it's relevant to, you know, both boys and girls, but like me as a, as a parent, I am brand new to the girl world. I have a, a one and a half year old daughter and Congrats. I'm, I'm, thank you. I'm i I'm one of four sons. Mm. So, uh, yeah. my girl experience is, is nothing. Yeah. So, oh, just wait. Yeah. I, I'm a, I mean, it's like the most awesome thing right ever. now. Like girls are awesome. <laughs> my big stress and my wife has been talking about recently is like, we need to buy more rompers for her. Uh-huh. And rompers for me as a dad are home run because I don't have to worry if the pants and the short that's the exactly shirt right. match. Yes, that's right. Full it's outfit. a full. I, I said, let's go online. Let's see if we can find her some rompers. <laughs> that's right. I like it's this. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, babe. <laughs> no, the, the rompers are great because if you end up with a little girl like mine, you're lucky if she's wearing anything at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. Well, it, it, because you can put it on. But it might come off very it, quickly. It might come off. Yeah, exactly. But like you're not but like when it does come off, you're like they're not going. Where's the pants? Where's the shirt? Where's it's right. It's one thing. One thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but of course you then got to find the diaper too. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, uh oh, <laughs> things are be, about to happen. This could go real bad. This could be real bad. <laughs> oh man. Well, um, so. Let's see. We've talked about how you got things started, favorite episodes. What else? Like, what? Well, no, no. I want to go back to the life. Did you get to actually ride in the helicopter? No, we didn't. There, there was like, like, so I didn't know this, but the the helipad in the Texas Medical Center at Memorial Hermann is one of the. I mean, it's a it's a level one trauma center. Right. It's actually the busiest civilian helipad in the world. Oh wow. my gosh! Yeah. So like every couple of minutes, we were hearing a horn. We had to you know, move out of the way because there's something coming in. Okay, it was, slow down, Houston. Wow. It was, it was really, Golly. but what they do is amazing. I mean, and it's not just like, you know, horrible accident, guy coming in, horrible, you know, gunshot wound coming in. It's, it's not all that too. Like right. they, they do a lot of stuff like they, they move blood. 
very mm-hmm. quickly when it's necessary. Oh, and organs and organ. I mean, yeah. I, we didn't talk about organs, but I think they do that. I and mean, just and like if they have critical transport, like if somebody needs to go from hospital X to hospital Y, that's in a critical state. You know, you don't want them to get stuck in traffic for a while. So for they sure. Do that. And they, I mean, they have to move specialty equipment around from hospital to hospital, and helicopters see, the easiest. See, way. that's one of the things that I, I think is is kind of interesting about our. Like Craig and I do this podcast, right? And we talk to contractors. I promise you, I am so much smarter than I used to be because <laughs> I'm talking to all these people that are really, really smart in their field. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you're finding a lot of that Man. to be true as well. So, so, like, my big aha moment that I had from making the show, and y'all, everybody I asked this already knows, so maybe I was just living in La La Land. <laughs> I had no idea that fire trucks hold water in them. Oh, Okay. Like they yeah, actually had like a tank in them. You both knew that, didn't you? I, well, not all of them do. I don't think all of them hold water. No, not they? not all of them, but the but majority, many of them majority, majority. Yeah, so it's do. like a swimming pool on wheels. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea that. So, like for me, like all this stuff we're doing is legitimately fun. Like, yeah. I, at thirty-seven, I've found a cool ex- way to express my natural nice. curiosity and goofyism. You know. Well, so. If you really want to explore it and like like own a piece of it, there's a fire truck for sale just down the road here. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Have you ever seen a fire truck for sale? I didn't know this was a plug for your fire truck. You said this is your Craigslist, Kevin. I was about to say, and I've seen it, and it's fantastic. Yes. Boy, if you want to talk about beautiful red paint, I'll tell you what. <laughs> no, but have you seen it? No, no. If you're if you're heading into Montgomery. On 105, just passes the subdivision that we just moved out of. Okay. Um, on the left, there's like this little, there's this little place that has random things. They got boats and ATVs, and they got some cars every once in a while. Oh, is it the place um, on the left? Yes, right there on the left. Oh, I know what you're talking. And they have a, all kinds of weird yes, stuff. They in there. do, and there is a fire truck right there. And I'm sitting here going, anybody can own a fire truck. Like, how cool is that? I mean, like, uh, can, can that help with your insurance? Can you be like, look? If the, there's a the fire, fire station, we're carrying water. The fire station is in my <laughs> Look, yard. You're, you're triggering me, man. Because you know that we had that bad fire here a few yeah. years back. Yeah. Uh, that was not caused by me. No, but, but hey. <laughs> but, but look. You can, uh, I, I feel some resi- Some The air just changed in here. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it got hotter, really. Yeah, it did. Weirdly yeah. hotter. Like a fire harder. I was I was getting I was getting the, the hands in the air. I I I I. I don't know. I don't know. But well, explain it to the fifty firemen on the on the property right now. <laughs> Jeez. But here's the deal. Uh huh. You can now own a problem cool. solver. Yeah. So. Dude, I, so I actually watched a show recently where a guy bought a old fire truck and then he had it restored mm. and I saw the price tag on getting it restored. Oh, I'm out. I can't imagine. I'm out. This one actually looks like it's in really good like shape. I, I think he paid like 30 grand just for the fire truck and then it cost him like another 27,000 just to like restore it to like working order. Mm. Those things are expensive. See, the thing There's is, so many like moving parts and like like the water tank. Like you got to have a pump and you got to have like a lot of a lot of pumps, a lot of gauges, a lot of devices and instruments. Yeah, and, and then people and don't then, realize how like complicated like that yeah. system is in order to like put out fires. And then you have this fully restored fire truck that right. you've spent all this money on. What are you gonna do with it? What do you? Well, see, you, that's the thing. Is like, and I'm like, like, I need one fire. I'm like, why? <laughs> Somebody why come on. They have a fire. Someone decided to get rid of this fire truck, which uh-huh. means it's probably not working well. Yeah. Or something. 
I don't know. Well, just, actually, let me let me back up here because this is this is actually valuable information okay. for, for homeowners. That now that I'm let us I'm, be the judge of that. I'm getting over the PTSD of my fire at the, <laughs> my property. So we ended up with fire trucks in the pasture, pumping water out of the trucks, putting the fire out. And so when I and I'd gotten a phone call like, "Hey, there's a fire on your property," and I was like, "Oh my gosh, my house is gone!" Like, yeah. I, so I rushed home, and all it's just it's brush fire. Brush fryer in the pasture. None of the buildings were affected. I, I think the backside of the pool house got a little bit of charring on it, but it's no big deal. So, like, I'm, 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 I'm on the four-wheeler. I'm rolling around going, like, hey, what's going on? Can I help? What, what do you need? Like, I'm the property owner. Like, help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, hey, guys, there's, there's a fire hydrant right there at the front of the property. I mean, like, could why aren't you using that? And they're like, oh, we tried to. It doesn't have enough water pressure. What? Yeah. And like, huh. they installed that fire hydrant right after we bought this property. So it was like around seven years ago. I mean, aren't those things like supposed to be tested and yes. monitored yes. and all of that? Yes. And like, we actually got a reduction in like our homeowner's insurance because right. we had a fire hydrant That's out front. what I'm talking about. And so I was, I was really mad. Yeah. I was like, okay, so, <laughs> so this thing does nothing. Right. It's, it's literally like lawn ornament that provides me with no protection. Um, just a big giant metal thing in my yard. Thanks. So how do you find out if your fire hydrant is worth anything? You get a fire. Well, that's not a good way. No. I, I would I would prefer another option. What's option B, Craig? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I've opened one up before. <laughs> I don't recommend it. No. Uh, well, they, they said, like, they were like, water came out of it, but, like, you know, it just wasn't enough pressure, enough pressure. to get, to get anything going. And I going. would think they could connect that to the truck, though, and then use the booster pumps on the truck. I mean, I'm not a fireman. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm a cowboy who's been with it, a fireman <laughs> who right. knows all these things. Sure. So, yeah. So. Interesting. Yeah. My, so, I'll anyway. ask my brother-in-law, who is a fireman, uh-huh. I will ask him why... Or yeah. how do you know? How do you know? Like, why or anyway? There's lots of questions. I mean, I like, have if, right like now. if you if you had one in your like in your front yard, I think you would have the expectation. Like, if there was a fire, you know, I could potentially expect for water to come out of that thing. Sure, that would to be help, rational to help put out the fire quickly. Right. There, um, there has to be some sort of, you know, the fireman. Right. I'm sure you can ask them for an inspection of some kind or something. There something. has to be. Or like maybe like put a flag on it. I don't know. A flag? <laughs> faulty this, faulty this hydrant. A, this is a red flag hot fire hydrant. This is an orange it's flag just, fire hydrant. So, <laughs> it all means something different. But also if you didn't know, I mean like you, you can petition your homeowner's insurance to get a reduction in your rate if you have a fire hydrant. Yeah. Like within so many feet of your house. Right. So it's, it's you know. Well, I mean that's one of the things that whenever, that's one of the reasons beyond a lot of things that your insurance needs to know how close the closest fire station is for that very reason. So yeah, just is the way it is. So anyway, now I will ask my question. Is there anything we haven't talked about that you're like, man, we should really talk about that. Um, Hmm. Yeah. Put me on the spot. Uh, I know. Just wait. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> there's more coming. There's more. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm gonna need y'all to ask me questions. I don't. I can't think of anything <laughs> that uh, we haven't covered. I mean, we've covered a lot of things. Uh, you know, the the one thing that that uh, I try to encourage. I mean, just you guys try to encourage too. I'm sure is you know, whenever you're watching content that you enjoy, whether it be on YouTube or a podcast, anything, 
hit that subscribe button because that, that really does help. Yeah. Um, doesn't cost you anything either. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, so, so Cowboy Jack doesn't make money off of the show, but the more people look at that when I'm, when like, when I'm trying to film somewhere, they say, okay, well, what's his stats? Right. And they look at my subscriber count. They look at, you know, and I have to tell them, Hey, here's my views. Here's my uh, watch hours. And that'll blow them away, but my subscriber count isn't representative of what we do because it's content for kids. I think we already talked about that. Right. But, um, you know, any kind of content that you're enjoying and, and you know, patronizing and watching and, and, and liking it, make sure to hit that subscribe button because it helps creators in such a, a crazy way. Yeah, I mean, because if you want that content to continue. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Craig and I, we, we talked about this this earlier, we don't, we don't make as much on, off this show nearly as we, as people think that we do. Yeah, that's a good way to put that. <laughs> yeah. uh, we really do it because we like to. Yeah. And, and a lot of people, and you know, literally we've been out here almost 200 episodes because we want to do this. And a lot of content creators do that, but there comes a point for a lot of them at which you have to weigh the cost. And, and both the dollar cost, but also the time and the commitment and the all of the things, right? So if you want that content to continue, you really do need to support them. And one of the best ways you can support them is just show other people that you're willing to support them, which would allow them to want to sponsor it. There's, there's lots of different ways, but you just clicking the subscribe button makes a huge difference. Yeah, and I mean, there's no, you can't put a value on word of mouth. No. Right. So like if you really enjoy something or your kids really enjoy something or even, you know your mom enjoys something, you know, it's a gardening show, talk about it. Talk about, you know. Sure. This is, I mean, we're in the world of, you know, we're all three guys that enjoy creating content. Yeah. And we're putting our heart and soul into it. I mean, I see all your equipment here makes my equipment look like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I mean, I envy you that you sit still and have a microphone right here that sounds great. But like, I fight audio on the daily, right? Yeah, right. And, uh, but like, we put our hearts and so- heart and souls into this. And so it's, at some point, you know, you do expect like you do work, you, you know, reap some benefit from it. That's, that's the hard part for us. But like, you know, when people ask me, well, if you're not getting paid, why do you keep going? Well, it's because we get those messages from moms and dads and you know, one, okay. You I, you asked me if we could talk about something that we hadn't covered. Sure. One thing that happened to us that I never expected in a million years and I have no background in whatsoever is our content is really useful to these special needs and learning disability communities. Interesting. Like I don't have it. I don't have a child that's on the spectrum or I, you know, any learning disabilities or anything like that. I mean, we, of course are getting, yeah. But, um, you know, since we started the show, just because, I mean, this is the voice that Cowboy Jack uses on the show. Sure. Right. So it's, it's just my normal voice. And, you know, I try to be, energetic sometimes but I'm a pretty slow moving fella I don't, I don't move around too quick and so what we've found is like the, you know the the spectrum community the the communities of parents and teachers and and caregivers and all those that are that are dealing with uh, autism and mm-hmm. kids on the spectrum they find the show incredibly useful um, team awesomeism is an online academy that's about to it's in the process of starting up a uh, uh, Lynn, the uh, the director of that, and her son are starting this academy, this online learning academy for uh, actually autistic adults mm-hmm. and and autistic kids too. But the focus is is you know kids on the spectrum and and adults on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And they reached out and say you know can we use your content on it? 
you want to use my content? Yes, like, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. what it's there for. And uh, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, that, that's a huge, like, cause I, you know, I've always had a big heart for that community. It's obviously, you know, raising kids is already hard enough, Yeah. but uh, you throw in, you know, some challenging situations into that, it gets even harder. And so the fact that our show can play a helpful role in that just blows me away. Yeah. And I, like we've had, oh man, I got, can I tell you something else too? Sure, please. I got to talk, I got to brag about Cowboy Carter. Like, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah. if y'all follow us enough to, to know what that is, but um so like when we first got started, I had these really sweet people up in Athens, Texas, reach out and say like, oh my God, we, our, our grandson loves your content uh-huh. and uh, he's having a birthday. Could you make him a birthday shout out? And so we did. And was, his name was Carter. He's about uh, my son's age, uh, a year younger, I believe. Yeah. And so uh, we did that and we've stayed in touch with them just because they're, they're ridiculously cool people. One side of the family, the grandparents have a, uh, a place that, that's a bakery, okay. a sweet shop. They're outside of Athens, and then the other folks have this awesome piece of property. And I just, I, I like, I know this whole family. Like, I know the parents, the wow. grandparents on both sides. Like, it's <laughs> they're awesome. cream of the earth type people. And uh, we've stayed in touch. And she reached out to me, the, the Gigi uh, Shelley. Hi. <laughs> um, she reached out to me back in like September, October timeframe, and said, "Hey, Carter's not feeling too good. Could you make him a get well uh, video?" And so, of course, we did. And then. Uh, right around Thanksgiving, she said, well, Carter's been diagnosed with uh, diffused B-cell lymphoma. Mm. Oh, my goodness. So this, this little cowboy had cancer. Wow. And we literally, like, we got to be there every, I mean, not, not physically be there. I mean, right. he had he was battling cancer during the time of the pandemic. Like, wow. Oh he gosh. really didn't get to see anybody. But sending him videos and stuff and getting to interact with him and, like, we FaceTimed with him. And I just got to talk to him. I, I think it's been about two weeks ago now. Shelly, uh, his Gigi. FaceTimed me and me and Cowboy Kate and my son FaceTimed with Cowboy Carter and he's he's cancer free now. So like oh, uh, praise wow. God. to me, man, it's it's that, that was incredible. And like we need to hurry up. Like they've offered to let us come up and like film a fishing thing with him. Uh-huh. And to me, like that's going to be so cool because this like we've made two fishing episodes. I never catch anything. Like, that's not the focus <laughs> of it. That's not the point. Like, I, I know how to catch fish. I, you know, I don't like to brag, but at one time I did hold a state record. No big deal. <laughs> oh, um, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I think was, I held a state record, too, for the longest without fishing, but it's uh, fine. <laughs> I held a ridiculous state record. They, nice. When I was in college, they opened up catch and release records for the first time in uh-huh. the state, and I was the first person to submit a long nose gar. So oh. by default... I had the record had <laughs> until somebody out went out and caught a real fish. Uh, <laughs> nice. But um, anyways, I'm so excited to go up and, and fish with him. Now we've kind of like, it's a little bit too hot outside, but we still need to do it. But uh, man, those, those folks were just the cream of the earth. And we connect with those type of people. And that's why like, you know, people, you know, are you going to keep doing it? Well, yeah, I have to. Yeah. Like I'm, you're making the, a difference. The, I feel like I'm, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. making a difference and I've connected with these kids and I just like, you know, like somebody, uh, Elizabeth Harvey, one of my fans that lives in uh, San Marcos. Um, I talk to her a lot. She's really cool. Um, she, um, forget where I'm going with this. Oh yeah. So I posted that we filmed with Life Flight, and okay. she comments. I remember her, her comments specifically. Cause she was like, one day, one of your fans is going to grow up to save lives working on Life Flight." Oh yeah. And I was like, dude, that would be the coolest thing. Yeah. I don't know how I'd ever connect those dots, but I'm going to pretend like it's going to happen. Oh, well, <laughs> well, there's eventually there's going to be some kid. I mean, years down the road, who's going to reach out to you and say, you know, because you did this, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, 
I am who I am today because of that. I, I have no doubt that that's going to happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, it, well, and it could be years just because you, you're not that old in Cowboy Jack yet. I mean, it takes yeah. time for these kids to you grow up. And see, you opened up a can of worms because you, you asked me <laughs> if there's anything we, we didn't talk about. And I like worms. I went, I went, uh, I went mute for a minute and now I've got all these things, but this, this came up recently in a conversation I, I was having with a future shoot. I won't tell you what it is because I have to keep a secret, but, <laughs> um, we try to feature a lot of skilled trades on the show. Okay, and that's, yeah. a, that's, you know, y'all talk a lot about skilled trades. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the contractors and all the work and specialty stuff that's, that's going on as a homeowner. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to talk about and showcase skilled trades because when you're growing up, you know, you, you have exposure to like, you know, police, firemen, teachers, you know, what mom and dad do and stuff like that. But you don't get to see some of these other, um, you know, lines of work. Right. And, and there's so much in the world that says everybody should go to college. And there's so many kids that, you know, that doesn't fit what they want. To do yeah. Doesn't fit their personality. So, it, sure. It, all, all the and, different. And, and truth yeah. be told, if, if this world doesn't spark some more interest <laughs> in skilled trades, uh, you know, we're all going to have crumbling roofs and, and you are <laughs> clogged <about> toilets. You're, <laughs> you're pushing a button for Craig over here. Yeah. <laughs> you're pushing a button. It's a good button. It needs to be pushed. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. we agree. Yeah. Very much so. I think there's a ton of people that agree. You know? Yeah. Like, it's just like, you know, kids always assume, okay, well, you graduate high school, you got to go to college. Well, that's, no. you can go out and be a pipeline welder and yeah. make, you know, Buku's uh, of money. crazy amounts of well, money. Well, and, go, and you got, you got people like my brother-in-law, who's a firefighter right now. Uh, he made a 33 in his ACT when he was a sophomore in high school. Super smart dude. And went to, uh, went to college and, and was horrible at it because he didn't go to class. Yeah, and he didn't go to class because he he could read the book and go in and make a hundred on the test. It was not challenging for him. It was not interesting to him, and he immediately went out and became an, an uh, electrician. He did that for years, and now he's doing. He's a firefighter. He's one of the smartest people I know. It just college isn't for everyone, and it yeah. shouldn't be built for everyone. Right, and I mean you it's know? not cheap. It it costs a ton of money. Yeah. Yes, and so if you're not actually like driven, that's just like when you know. There's a lot of people that that uh, push their kids into like uh, club sports and stuff. Yeah, and I think that's great. I mean, you know, do do whatever is right for your family. But like for me, if my son doesn't show an incredible God given talent that he truly enjoys doing, like if if the joy's not behind it, I'm not going to push him to play club baseball because then he'll end up resenting it. Yeah, you know, if he's naturally good at it, that's one thing. You know, let's let's do the club baseball. Let's do all that those yeah. things. But um, I don't know why I'm talking. No, I know. I think that's actually, I mean, like, I'll, I'll tell you, like, I was actually having that conversation with somebody the other day um, because, like, we've never pushed our kids into sports. Yeah. And, like, I, I played a ton of sports when I was a kid. I played them all the way up through high school. You know, probably could have played in some smaller colleges. It wasn't that great, but um, did a lot of work in that area. And, like, I, my wife and I are just kind of like, if they're interested in it, like, we'll let them pursue it. Yeah. But other than that, like, I'm not... Like, why take away from my family time, mm-hmm. like, where I'm spending my entire Saturday, probably most of my Sunday, a lot of weeknights, like, where we're just not having dinner together. Yeah. You know? Well, that's, I mean, like, I've, we've got some friends, Summer and Dore, that, that have a son, Sebastian, and he is an incredible ball player. Right. And he gets genuine joy. Like, you can see it on his face. I have no doubt that that kid lives and dies for, for baseball. Yeah. And that's and that's how they live. They, that's great. They're taking them all over the place, and you know, batting practice at this time and hitting practice at this. I mean, it's nuts. Yeah. But that's what brings the kid joy, and sure. he's truly natural at it. So yeah. why not? Yeah. Do that. 
Knock yourself out. Yeah. Play as, as much baseball as you want. Yeah, but like I went I went to a, a small private school, and so I could go play any. You got to do everything, yeah. right? Yeah, like it was, okay, it's basketball season. Let me remember <laughs> how I shoot a hoop, and yeah. let me let me go play football. And we could do all that because it was such a small school. Right. Um, but had I gone to like a public school, you know, I probably wouldn't have made a single team at all. <laughs> like, you know, I played I played football forever because I was, I'm a, you know, I'm, six one and you know fairly big big guy but i never enjoyed the sport right yeah and then finally when i switched high schools my my, my before my junior year and i had also you know hurt my neck pretty significantly <laughs> i was like i'm done with football I don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know who goes and sits in all the bleachers at the football games the girls uh, <laughs> so, um, i can go hang out with the girls there you go Everybody else is out there getting their heads knocked around. <laughs> that's good. That's exactly the reason I took aerobic kickboxing in college. Yeah, that's a good one. Nice. I was, aerobic kick. The ratio was like 1 to 50. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you were the one. Those are good odds. <laughs> How's your kicks? <laughs> They're not so great. <laughs> but it but I, can take, I can take somebody to dinner like nobody's business. Yeah. 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 He, he can take a kick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to take a kick. <laughs> All right, well, here's the thing. Uh, with all of our first-time guests, and I say that with sincerity because I expect this is probably going to happen again sometime down the road. Uh, so with all of our first-time guests, uh, we have to do something very, very special. It's the thing that everybody uh, that listens to our podcast is most waiting for and looking forward to. Everybody that's still listening, <laughs> they're waiting for this moment, right, Craig? Absolutely. And this is the final four. The final four. That's right. These are the final four questions we ask each and every one of our guests. I'm so glad it's the final four. Yes. <laughs> no, I, w- I was worried that you were going to like make me, I don't know, hold a live chicken or something. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know where we were going with this. <laughs> well, there's no chickens here if we were at your mom's house. We could get some chickens. Yeah, we could get them. We just don't have them. I, I say do that yeah. for the next new guy. Okay. Okay. We're, okay. I don't know if we could have a chicken well, in the studio. Here's the, yeah, I don't know. There used to be chickens in the studio. That's, that's true. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, the studio used to be a chicken coop. There you go. <laughs> nice. Exactly. Uh, we're, speaking of, uh-huh. before we get to the final four real quick, um, my son wants chickens now. And our realtor, Brandy, uh-huh. who's awesome, she gave us a gift whenever we closed yesterday. Right. It is a egg-gathering ga- apron. This says <laughs> Hackett's Fresh Farm Eggs. That's awesome. It. You know, Cowboy Jack made an episode with Chicken Girl. Oh, really? Yeah. Chicken Girl's a uh, elementary teacher out of Dripping Springs, Texas. Huh? And she uh, wrote this book called Chicken Girl, which is actually about her life. Okay. And... Every copy of her book, she donates some of the proceeds hmm. to Coops for Troops, oh, which nice. is a vet, it's a it's a nonprofit organization that that helps veterans, you know, set up their first chicken coops to where they're self sufficient. That's so cool. really cool. That is chicken so girl, cool. chicken girl. The book is on Amazon. Check it out. Okay, right. yeah, we, we need chicken we'll, girl. Can we it's link that Amazon. up in the show notes? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I, mainly because I want to know what it is. <laughs> because I'm not kidding. That like it's it was her. her her comment was, <laughs> now you have to get uh, chickens <laughs> so you can get the eggs. That's right. <laughs> you can put in the apron. Did you, did you so. say her name? Uh, yeah, her name is Bonnie Trebet Rosario. Okay. So if you search by that name. And if you, you search Chicken Girl. Chicken by Girl on Amazon. Chicken Girl, Bonnie Trebet Rosario, it'll pop up. Okay. It, does, the, does the book sales actually go towards the nonprofit as well? Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 
Yeah, and you, I mean, or you can search YouTube for Cowboy Jack Chicken Girl. There you go. And you that, can, okay. Yeah. We're going to do that. We're actually going to do that at my house. But it was really cool reason. because I had never done a book reading episode before, and I'm not the best, uh, you know, read out loud person. Right. Uh, I like to make up my own words, and it makes my wife furious with me. But um, uh, Bonnie. Cousins with the Bush family, is that the. <laughs> Nuclear. What? Um, anyways. <laughs> um, Bonnie sent me clips of that she made at her coop uh-huh. and with her own chickens okay. to incorporate into the, the the reading that we made. So it came out really cool. Nice. Cool. I can't wait. She's an awesome lady. All right. Well, here we go. First question, the final four. What's the must-have tool you won't leave your house without? Mm, must-have tool I won't leave home without. Someone calls you, Cowboy Jack. We got a we got a we got a project. I won't tell you what it is. You're walking out the door. This is the tool you're taking with you. Pretty much always have my pocket knife. Oh, what you, what you sporting? Uh, just a regular old timer. Okay. It's actually, it's actually in my truck right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I told you, I didn't get to drive my truck here. I drove my wife's car. <laughs> Cowboy Jackmobile's in the shop. I thought you said your name was John, not Craig. Because that was yours. That was my answer, yeah. And it, it was, was an old timer too, wasn't it? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't, it's not an old timer. Hang on. Oh, it's a buck it. knife. I got it right here. It's a buck. Well, I have a fancy, yeah, just something like that. I it mean, is. I have. It's a hang buck. on. I can't read the name on it. It's a Murray. A Murray? Yeah. Are you sure? I think that's what it says. I don't actually have like a favorite. I just have lots of them. Can you read that? In various places. You got, your eyes might be better than mine. I doubt it. All right, let's see what we got here. Cowboy Jack's a little bit younger than us. We might want to hand it to him. That says Mac. This is like a really bad telephone game. This is horrible. <laughs> you you've had it in your pocket. See if too you long. can see it. I can't see it. Yeah, he's look at him. I just, it starts with good. an M on the last. It's name. Mac something. Mac. I'm saying Henry. Mac Henry. I think it is a Mac Henry. That sounds Mac right. That's Henry. a that's a classic Mac Henry right there. Okay. Mac Henry knife. It says Mac Henry knife whenever I Google it. That so was the answer the Mac first time Henry. we did the, the very first, was that the first episode we ever did? It was. I can't really remember that. Yeah, well, <laughs> that was 190 episodes ago. So it's a long time. All right. Well, congratulations. You're a fourth of the way through. Okay. Uh-huh. So here we go. Second question. You ready? I'm ready. What's a job you walked away from? Now, I'll qualify it and say it just this way. Uh, we were thinking about like maybe a job you were working on at your house, a project you're working on at your house, and it didn't work out well, so you had to call in a professional, something like that. However, a lot of people will go with a career because we, we're not changing the wording. What's a job you walked away no, from? I'll, I'll stick with your original, okay. original because I have uh, – my wife will appreciate this. <laughs> um, every – you know, call it every five years or so, my, uh, we'll, we'll get the idea to paint. And I mm. think I'm a great painter in my head. Ah. And I like to do it after work. So, mm. you know, this before our uh, daughter was born, I had the bright idea, I'm going to paint the whole interior of the house, you know, get it one color so we can do start doing what we want to do with it. Right. And, uh, man, I stayed up really late. I'm talking like 3, 4 in the morning painting, sneaking around, being quiet so my son doesn't wake up while I'm painting. Nice. And uh, I'd be so proud of it. I'd go to bed. My wife would wake up first thing in the morning and be like, that looks terrible. Oh. Um, so I called in a painter. Oh, nice! And I will, I will never <laughs> attempt to paint anything ever again. Oh, that's sad. I will tell you, it's, it's funny you say that because we, uh, the house that we just sold, um, the when we were we 
it was kind of weird. It's the first time this had ever happened. When we closed on that house, um, it was us and the the sellers in one room doing it all at the yeah. same time. And um, the wife was sitting there making fun of her husband. She's like, "I'm pretty." I'm, she's like, "I'm pretty sure we painted every room in the house." Because he just likes to paint. He goes, he's like, hey, yeah, I like painting. She goes, he goes, she goes, the problem is he sucks at it. He's really horrible. So and I I'm, actually find it relaxing. I'm just terrible at yeah. it. And I'm, I'm finally at the point where I'll admit I am the worst painter. I've got a great painter. I don't know why I didn't call him in the first place. He laughed at me when I did call him. That's funny. Uh, he was just over the other day. We painted some All right, stuff. So I, I have a funny paint, painting story for you guys. All right. So I got a call one time from a customer. And it was, it was a wife, and she called me, and she said, I need you to get over to my house right now. Uh, there are bugs all over the inside of my house. Oof. And I said, what's going on? She goes, I'm not home. My husband's there. He said that there are pink bugs crawling all over him. Pink. And, she's, he's, and she goes, he says that they're everywhere in the house, and I don't, I'm freaking out, and, I don't, and I'm out of town, and I don't want to come in home. Because he's saying that the inside of the house is completely infested with these bugs. He says they're everywhere. They're crawling all over him. They're all over the inside of the house. How soon can you get there? And I was like, I'm on my way. So I get out to the house. And, and, and like, let me also back this up. She tells me my husband's gone to the hospital because he's been bitten by all these bugs. And my neighbor's going to meet you to let you into the house. So, like, I'm all geared up. Like, I'm in my Ghostbusters gear. Yeah. At this point, right? Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm ready for battle. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I show up to the house, and I meet the neighbor, and I talk to the neighbor for a second. I, you know, I ask how everybody's doing. She's like, you know, he seems to be fine. He's at the hospital. Cool, no problem. She goes, well, you can go in through the garage right there. I open the garage, and as soon as I open the door, I just get in the hit in the face with fumes. Oof. Paint fumes. Uh. Dude, and so, like, I go inside, and, like, I've got, like, a ventilator on and all this kind of stuff. And like, I see that he is like literally like passed out in the living uh-huh. room painting the entire inside of the house. And the house is just full of fumes. And I'm looking around and I'm like, there's not a single bug in this house. No, he's high. That dude's hallucinating. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> he's totally high. <laughs> Man. Wow. <laughs> and, and so like, it was, it was just paint fumes is all it was. Jeez. And so like, wow. and so like I had to, and, you had to charge him a service call. There were other. I think. I think there I were. I found a roach. I found a roach. <laughs> well, you say that. I'm, I'm going to say this. I think there were other elements involved in the situation. <laughs> sure. That were mixed. There was yeah. a cocktail there was, of things. There was paint and that were X. affecting the mind <laughs> that I discovered oh. upon investigation. Interesting. So yeah. Um, but yeah, paint fumes aren't. Were they good. of the fungus um, um, variety? You know that could have been there as well. There, okay. there was there were many many things. Interesting. <laughs> uh, and, and so like then I had to like call the wife and be like, I don't know how to explain this to you, but there's nothing wrong with the inside of your house <laughs> except the person inside your house. <laughs> <laughs> the problem has left the building. <laughs> in, in handcuffs, oddly. But <laughs> Wow, so that's a good story. Anyway, Thank you. No names were used, though. No, so. none. <laughs> none. That's a really <laughs> good story. <laughs> that's a really good story. Like so anyway, yeah, that's good. All right, third question. But that How? didn't happen when you were painting, though, right? That no. wasn't you. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. 
well ventilated. Cowboy that's Jack would that's never. not the that's not the reason he was really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> I may have had to drink a lot of beers after my wife pointed out how terrible my work was. Yeah. It was a hard pill to swallow for about thirty minutes until I realized how terrible it really was. <laughs> and what pill she was giving you. Anyway, yeah. all right. Uh, next question: How do you wind down at the end of a long day? Ooh. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> it just rolls. No, on. I mean that's it's you know because I have like I have the regular job, so you know I do my regular job, and then at the end of the day we get the kids to bed, and then we pick up and start doing Cowboy Jack. Yeah, and so we we end up with some pretty late nights, but when it's all said and done, I mean. The, we did get a new bed, and there's nothing like putting your head down on the pillow. Yes, <laughs> that's something I had to learn to like as an adult. Like, you have to intentionally go to sleep sometimes, mm-hmm. and just like telling yourself it's bedtime, yeah. go to sleep. Yeah, there's no one making you. Yeah, because <laughs> I I used to have really bad insomnia. I'd stay up until two, three in the morning all the time without purpose, just watching television. Yeah. Now we don't even watch. I, I we haven't turned on the TV. In a, you know, in our room or even in the living room for us, mm-hmm. probably in six months. That's wow. awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good. I mean, like, we're, don't get me wrong, we're still staring at screens. It's computer screens and <laughs> cell phones, but uh, you're actually making something. Yeah. We're, we're, we're uh, bringing value to somebody somewhere. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Last question What's one of the best pieces of wisdom or advice that you've ever received? Ooh. Um, hmm. I, I really like, so this is weird, but this this has always stuck with me. And I just posted the other day, like, give me random advice. And a lot of things came out, and there was so much cool advice that came out. But uh, one thing, like one of my, my favorite musicians, and this is silly, but take it, you know, listen to it. It's, it's real. Uh, Ray Wiley Hubbard, you know. Ray Wiley Hubbard. Big, big Texas musician. Mm-hmm. He's, he's about as cool as they come. If you've never heard Ray Wiley Hubbard, is you know he's got a real gravelly voice. He makes, I wouldn't even oh, I call know it, that dude. I wouldn't even call. He sings "Up Against the Wall, Redneck Mother." That was like the song that everybody knows. But he's got really awesome songs. Like he's got a, a very broad and uh, uh, expansive catalog of music that he's made yeah. over the years. But uh, one of the things he says at the end of one of his songs is, "Keep your attitude higher than your expectation." I mean. Keep your gratitude higher than your expectations, mm. and you'll have really good days. Mm. And so I try to live by that. Just like, hey, you know, just celebrate the wins, <laughs> and uh, you know, make sure that you're appreciative of what you have before you go judging what I don't have and stuff mm. like that. So mm. that's good. Keep your gratitude higher than your expectations. Nice. That's really good. That's yeah. I hadn't heard that one before. I hadn't either. We've it's heard. A, it's a really so- cool song. I, it's, it's, is that the name of the song? No, the, the the song is actually like kind of like a biography of his life. It's called Mother Blues. Okay. Um, and it's about a, a nightclub that he kind of grew up cutting his teeth on guitar at when he was a young man. Okay. And he, he met his wife, who was the door girl when she was only 16. And mm. Kind of wasn't a nice place, but he, it tells about how his son ended up with his guitar. And it's, it's a really cool story song. It's cool. cool. But another awesome musician. Yeah. Um, I've, I don't know if y'all have heard it. We just got it recently. Uh, there's an Austin musician, a Texas country, Texas everything guy. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 his, his actual name is Kevin Russell, but his, his band is called Shiny Ribs. Huh. And not heard of he them. is an incredible musician. And he did me a huge favor by making us a Cowboy Jack theme song. Theme oh, that's song. cool. Nice. It's so cool. Because it, it, like... 
me and my son like to jam his song in the truck. He's, uh-huh. he's got this song, uh, East Texas Rust, and it's just a great beat. Like, I, it's just a, like you can't help but tap your foot to it. He's really eclectic. Like, he, he does like blues, he plays a lot of uh, accordion, all kinds of stuff. He's just like the granddaddy of cool. Well, and he's got like, I'm looking at him right now, he's got a very colorful wardrobe. Oh, yeah, man. No, he had the, he, when he played on Austin City Limits, he uh-huh. wore the Firefly. Uh, cloak is what he called oh, it. Oh, nice. It has, uh, uh, what do you call it, fiber optic LED like lights yeah. all around it. And he was up there singing the song, and it's just blasting color all over the place. There's nice. a picture of it right there. Which one? Uh, this uh, one. That one right there? Oh, yep. dude, that is sweet. So he, if it's cool and, and eclectic, man, that's him. That's but, awesome. Uh, what's, the, he, what's the name of the song that you really like? Uh, by Ray Wiley Hubbard or by... Shiny Ribs. By Shiny Ribs. Uh, East Texas Rust. East Texas Rust. He's got another really catchy one called uh, Poor People's Store. Uh-huh. And it just talks about like how you go to like a fiesta or something and they got everything. Nice. It's a really cool song. <laughs> well, we're now down rabbit hole, which is fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> you no, asked no, me no. these four I, questions. I'm not asking you to be sorry uh, at all because I'm kind of digging this right now. So, it's, I, yeah. That's you need great. any more life advice? I got, Probably. I got <laughs> Probably. Don't forget to rotate your tires. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a really good one, actually. <laughs> the, the, uh, the adult version of Cowboy Jack. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this <Yeah>. version sucks. <laughs> if you're wearing slacks, put lotion underneath your dress socks and you'll never have static. Did you know that? No. Lotion under your... Lotion your legs before you put your dress socks on. Uh-huh. You will never have static in your pants. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. I... I like shocking people. <laughs> it's, uh, that's that's one that this old this old timer salesman uh, taught me when I first got into my line of work and just like living out of hotels and stuff. That's a, that's a good one. That's awesome. Well, we do have one final question. Actually, <laughs> secret question. It's a secret question, and it's the only one that Craig gets to to ask. It's the only so, one I can remember. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So um, here you go, Craig. You have the floor. Thank you. If people want to find Cowboy Jack, what's the best way to get a hold of him or to find your content? Um, you know, go on YouTube and just search Cowboy Jack, and we immediately pop up. You can't miss me. I'm always wearing a, you know, a blue pearl snap and this vest, and of course my cowboy hat that I'm not wearing tonight. <laughs> um, but uh, we're real active on social media. Just search Cowboy Jack on Facebook. We're there. You, know. Are you guys only on Facebook? You no, we do. We do. I'm not very good at Instagram. Yeah, I know is. Instagram <laughs> is like the cool new thing that yeah. I'm, I guess I'm. I need to quit acting like a grandpa for because <laughs> I, I got to get hip with it. But uh, we're they can really, find you on there as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, heck, we're even on uh, Reddit. Nice. I don't know how to use it, but we're on it. Yeah. Sure. There you go. <laughs> hey. Doesn't matter if you know how to use it as long as you're there. Why not? Eventually you'll figure it out, maybe. Yeah. So cool, man. Cool. Well, thank you very, very much for for coming on the show, man. It's been an absolute blast. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to go learn more about chickens. We're gonna we're gonna take we're gonna take it out with some some music recommendation by Cowboy Jack. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully we don't get you know banned or you know shut down by shiny ribs. (laughs) No, no, no. Shiny ribs will love it. Shiny ribs (laughs) is a great guy. Cool. Bring it. We're trying to here. All right. Well, in the meantime, if you haven't already, like our show, subscribe to it. Thank you for listening. We absolutely love the fact that you're here with us. Tell your friends about us. I will. Click the subscribe button. 
Thanks. Well, thanks. Is this the right baby, song? Baby. Yeah, that's it. Look at that. Great time. <laughs> All right, y'all. It does sound good. It does. Until next time, we'll see you later. See ya. I'm advocating a mutual grazing, a face-to-face. I'm advocating.